blessed Sunday, Pastor Shane here of Worship Without Walls. I'd like to thank each and every one of you brothers and sisters for joining me here for worship, word, and prayer on this blessed second Sunday of Lent. Let us pray. God of wilderness and water, your son was baptized and tempted as we are. Guide us through this season that we may not avoid struggle, but open ourselves to blessing through the cleansing depths of repentance and the heaven-rending words of the Spirit. Amen and amen. We turn to 594, Living Sacrifice. Just offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. And we continue forth. Into 468, and we're going to read... The verses of this hymn, Good Shepherd, take this little child. Good Shepherd, take this little child into your loving hands. And in the days that lie ahead, protect this little lamb. Good Shepherd, we commit ourselves in everything we do to be your family here on earth and love this child for you. Good Shepherd, now we place this child in your gentle trust. This precious gift we give to you is one you've given us. Our opening hymn is Be Thou My Vision. Oh, 
turn now into our blue hymnal to our affirmation of faith in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Let us turn into our Bibles to the book of Psalms. And our psalm for today comes from Psalm 121. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from the all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth, and even forevermore. Here ends our reading from the book of Psalm. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Let us pray. God of the covenant, you call us to be fruitful servants within creation and to offer our lives as the foundation of your realm. We lay before you the desires of our hearts that we may be transformed by their fulfillment. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up to you today our fellow brothers and sisters who struggle day in and day out with their battle in mental illness. We lift up to you our brothers and sisters who are struggling through war right now. Father, we lift up to you our brothers and sisters who would stand on the other side of the aisle politically. We look to you, Lord, that you would help break that divide and bring us back together in love. Father, we lift up to you, our sister, Nora, that you would grant her health. Our sister, Robin, that you would continue to watch over her and her family and her loved ones during their time of trial and tribulation. That you would continue to watch over our brothers, Darren and Caden. Steve, that you would continue, Lord, to bless those in this ministry and around this town. Father, we know that you are the maker of all things and the merciful God that you are. So we ask, Lord, that you grant, O oh God, that the prayers we offer may be your channel for new and abundant life, not only hoped for, but worked for, through faithful word and indeed. Amen and amen. We turn into our blue hymnal to 659 Salvation by Grace. From his fullness we have ha from his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abound all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love which, which he loved us, even when, he, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up us with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. The grace of God has appeared for the salvation of all men, training us to renounce a religion and worldly passions, and to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world. When the goodness and loving kindness of our God and Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of deeds done by us in righteousness, but in virtue of his own mercy, 
by the washing of regeneration and renewal in the Holy Spirit, which he poured out upon us richly through Christ Jesus our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. Here ends our reading from our hymnal. And brothers and sisters in Christ, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, leading us not to temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue in prayer. God of unwavering love, you have held nothing back in your love for us, not even your Son. How we marvel at the kind of love and how we long to reflect a portion of that devotion back to you. As we dedicate our offerings to you, lead us away from our tendency to hold back and worry that there will not be enough. Help us to live as the people of love and abundance you have called us to be. In Christ we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel so compelled to tithe with this ministry, click on the link to our webpage, and you can either click on the More About Us or click to our shop to find an easy, quick tithe button. We turn now to the Gospel reading for today. And the Gospel reading for today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher, come from God, for no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it is going. So is every one who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and do you know, not know these things? 
Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man, who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Here ends our gospel reading for the gospel of our Lord. Praise be to Christ our Lord. And this brings me to our message for this week on the second Sunday of Lent. And this message is entitled Nicodemus and Me. And I hope that you'll bear with me on this one a little bit this week. As we embark in this journey together. And I chose this, we'll say title, of Nicodemus and me based on a few things because I want to challenge us this week a little. And I want to challenge us in the way of saying, what if you were Nicodemus? And I know you're, what you're probably thinking is, Pastor, what do you mean by what if we were Nicodemus? What do you, are, do you mean what if we were a Jewish rabbi who taught and preached? And that's not where I'm getting at. What I'm saying is, what if you were Nicodemus? And what I mean by what if you were Nicodemus is what if you were a man sitting with Jesus Christ, hearing what he said today in the gospel? How would you react? Would you hear it? Would you say the same things back that Nicodemus did? Let me refresh your memory when it begins, as we began our gospel. Because Nicodemus went to Jesus and said, Rabbi. Now there's different variations of this. There's some that say Rabboni. There's some that say other versions of the term Rabbi. But basically, Nicodemus, who is the highest teacher in Jewish faith, has approached Jesus and called him teacher. Can we just imagine that for just a moment? Now, yes, he came to him in secrecy. He didn't come with his barrage or parade of other rabbis and other teachers of Jewish faith. No, he came by himself. 
and he came by himself because he wanted to learn and he wanted to be able to come as he was to Christ Jesus. And that is where I get to the point of going back to our question of what if you were Nicodemus? Now remember this question as we go through this whole journey today or this week. Because Jesus answered after Nicodemus not only acknowledged Jesus as a teacher, but continued and said, you are a teacher who comes from God. He's not saying that he's coming from the earth. He's not saying he's coming from flesh, but he's saying you come from God above. You have been sent here from the Father to teach us. And Jesus answered him and said, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How would you react to that, brothers and sisters? How would you react if you were sitting with Jesus as Nicodemus did and he, you were told that surely one cannot find the kingdom of heaven unless he's born twice? Would your responses be the same as Nicodemus? And I honestly believe that many of us would. We'd sit there looking at things from the point of flesh and say, Hey, Jesus, how does that happen? How do we get born again? Are we to go back into the mother's womb? Because our minds cannot grasp the power that Jesus holds, that God holds. We only have the slightest amount of discernment as we are given it. But yet, here, we're seeing Nicodemus ultimately being that head teacher of the Jewish faith, and he's still coming on to Jesus, the teacher of God, sent from God, not understanding. And now for many of us, brothers and sisters, if Nicodemus didn't understand, how are we going to understand? Stay with me, okay? Because when I say that question to you, I'm not saying that question to cause you, you know, to feel bad or to feel like you're never going to be that perfect Christian, that perfect follower of Christ, that you're never going to understand and find that discernment. I'm saying this question to you because ultimately, when we sit there and look at Nicodemus and we look at ourselves, this is how we get to that Nicodemus in me. Because we are just like Nicodemus in this setting. We are just like Nicodemus as we walk this earth. Because we tend to think that we know it all. And that we don't need Jesus in our lives. Right? And we, but yet, when we go to Christ because we need help. Something's happened terrible in our lives. We're struggling. We have financial trouble. We have, you know, our kids are sick. We're sick. Someone's hospitalized. And then we come and bow our knees to Christ and pray and say, Lord, help us. Right? Because then we acknowledge that he's come from God. He's the son of God. But up until then, we sit there and say, oh, our faith is great. Our, we're strong. We know it all. Nicodemus thought he knew it all until he met Jesus Christ. Nicodemus thought he 
had mastered everything until he met Christ Jesus. And then he realized that Christ was that one that came from God. And their conversation continues, and I'm going to continue going through it again. Nicodemus then said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? And again, I've told said brothers and sisters, we would probably ask the exact same question that Nicodemus asked here. How does that happen to be born again? And we would think of it from the flesh just as Nicodemus did. But Christ responds once more, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. And then Jesus gives a little bit of a parable in his next resp word response. But imagine this right now, okay? That you're sitting there with Nicodemus having the same questions. That you were there with Christ Jesus asking the same question. And his response was the same to you. And he's basically telling you, don't dwell on the flesh part of it about being born again. Dwell on the fact that I'm saying that you must be born of both water and of spirit. That you must be baptized. And that you must repent. And that you must be faithful. That you must ultimately... strongly have that faith in Christ Jesus, that you must be willing to give up the flesh for the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered him once more and said, How can these things be? And we would probably do the same thing if we were in the same shoes. And Jesus once again answered and said, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Imagine that. Imagine being what is considered the highest priest or highest Pharisee of the Jewish faith of Israel and being deemed the teacher of Israel and having the Son of God, the rabbi, the teacher sent from God, look at you and say, How do you not know these things? Brothers and sisters, I say to you today that we do not know these things. We look at the scripture, we see the words, we see the red letters in the Bible, and yet we still refuse to accept and know these things. But why? Why is it that we continue to read the scripture and the red letters and all of the gospels, and yet still Go out into this world and allow the flesh to take over instead of the spirit. Why is it that we are too much into the material things, like our tablets, like our computers, like our mugs, like our phones, instead of the things of the spirit 
that come from Christ Jesus and God the Father. And Jesus continues on and says, Most assuredly I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. So now Christ is almost telling Nicodemus that you and the rest of the Pharisees, you and the Jewish faith, do not acknowledge what we are speaking as the truth of what we have seen of our testimonies. And yet we have witnessed this. We have witnessed this by what the Jewish law tells us we have to have for enough witnesses, which in that time frame was two males to witness something happening for it to be testified is true. And Christ is saying, we have had this witness and you still deem it not true. You still deem it blasphemy what we are saying. You still come after us and try to condemn us and try to eradicate us for what we are witnessing as truth. And he goes forth and says, If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe them, then how will you ever believe things if I told you them of the heaven that are heavenly? Now, brothers and sisters, the problem that I see nowadays is we have those that will believe things that aren't true. That are just stories or lies made up in earthly things. Or backing earthly things, money, greed, power, and so forth. But yet what we tend to not do is believe the truths that are in front of us. We tend to not continue to have the faith and believe in the things of heaven above and of the Spirit. And why is that? Why is that that even thousands of years later, we are just like Nicodemus, having the same conversation with Christ? Christ continued saying, No one has ascended to the heaven, but he who has come down from heaven, that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so too must the Son of Man be lifted up. Because he who believes in him should not perish but have the everlasting life. So basically now at the end of this that we see in today's gospel, we see Jesus Christ himself telling Nicodemus not only that he must die, not Nicodemus, but Christ himself, that the Son of Man must die and be lifted up to the heavens again in order for those who believed in the Son of Man to have everlasting life. Now imagine yourself here. You're Nicodemus. You're hearing this. You're the teacher but yet you're still having struggles understanding because it's not coming from a scroll. It's not coming from a book. It's coming from the word of the Son of God directly to you. So it's not intangible for you to hold. It's not of the flesh, so you do not understand. And the problem here is Nicodemus, I'm assuringly positive of enough to say this because I too feel this way. 
at times. I want to continue to learn. I want to continue to have those conversations with Christ. But then I will sit there and I will still have the same fears of taking that leap of faith at times. In my life. And just as Nicodemus, who was the head teacher, the head rabbi in the Jewish faith at that time, probably have the same doubts. Like, how do I abandon everything tangible and flesh to take the next step and walk with Jesus Christ and follow him? But brothers and sisters, that is what we have to do. Otherwise, we're just left sitting there, wondering, waiting, and hoping that we'll find that eternal life. But we have to take that leap of faith in Christ Jesus and have that faith be strong enough so that we can have that eternal life and find heaven. Because without that leap of faith, all we're left with is Nicodemus and us. Or Nicodemus and me. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you on this blessed Sunday, thankful for everything you've given to us in our lives. Thankful for the trials, the tribulations, the good and the bad. We look to you on this second Sunday of Lent, Father, and we ask that you continue to give us the discernment and help strengthen our faith even more in your Son, Christ Jesus. We thank you for your grace and mercy that you have laid down upon us. But we don't want it to be Nicodemus and me anymore. We want it to be Christ Jesus and me. And we look to you, Father, for your continued mercy and grace and strength as we look to strengthen our faith and continue to remain faithful to you and your Son, that we might be with you one day in heaven. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And amen. Our final hymn for today is Shout to the Lord.
Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand Nothing compares to the promise I have in you Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to our King. And the seas will roar at the sound of your I sing for joy at the work of your hand Forever I love you, forever I'll stand Nothing compares to the promise I have in Nothing compares to the promise I have in Nothing compares to the promise I have in you Let us pray. God of amazing compassion, love of our wayward race, you bring to birth a pilgrim people and call us to be a blessing for ourselves and all of the world. We pray for grace to take your generous gift and step with courage on this holy path, confident in the radiant life that is your plan for us, made known and given in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And amen. Brothers and sisters, please join me in our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? 
masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings, then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.